Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are broadcasting live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And if you want to chime in, the phone line. Well, let me stop there real quick. We're also streaming worldwide on the TuneIn app. Shout out to those listening on the TuneIn app this morning. And as well as WYAB.com. You can listen to the whole shows there. We're not on Facebook this morning. Uh, we'll start that back when the new camera gets here. Should be any day now. And uh, again, we'll be broadcasting the whole show, not just the first segment. So we'll start that back hopefully by the end of the week, or we'll just wait and start it Monday, one or the other. This morning, uh, we'll have our recovery podcast or uh, testimonial Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. We'll have, we have a guest already in studio. We have Miss Nikki Patchen. She's going to join. She may join before the second hour. Uh, just kind of depends on how the first part of the show goes. Uh, let her say hello to you guys. Nikki, say hello to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. She is here. She got up and drove in from Brandon this morning, and uh, she got to experience the the head the the all out attack by y'all's headlights on me this morning. I was I, rarely do I just make a early morning angry Facebook post, but this morning when I parked here at the studio, before I even got out of the car, granted I was seeing four of everything, because I don't understand why. Y'all, y'all people, why y'all's headlights have to be North Stars. I mean, it's just like nuclear radiating headlights. I mean, is it powered by, is it nuclear powered headlights? How did y'all get your headlights so bright? And why so many of y'all have such, you know, I remember about five or six years ago when I was in the car business, I was working at the Toyota store. Maybe it was seven or eight years ago. Anyway, Audi first came out with these cool little LED strip headlights. And it's like, man, those are really cool. And they were like, oh, well, you should see some of the other stuff they have. But it's uh, America has, uh, DOT has really strict rules about the kind of headlights that can come in here. And I, I, I'm guessing we got away from those rules. Because originally I was like, oh, man, yeah, they're typical government nonsense. You know, let people have the brightest headlights they want. Regert, regerts. I have regerts for this because I can't see. I feel like I'm under attack. You're either coming at me. With these nuclear-powered headlights, or you're behind me, and I'm getting a triple effect of them in my rear-view and side-view mirrors. And I understand now why people wrap their entire vehicle in 5% tint, windshield included. and Because I'm fixing to be on that list. And if I, if, if I hit somebody because I didn't see it, because my windows were so dark, it's y'all's fault. I'm going to claim it on your insurance. But what I'm fixing to do is when I leave here today, I'm going somewhere, AutoZone, I don't even care anymore. And I'm buying every bolt-on LED light I can buy. I'm putting them on the front of my vehicle, and I'm putting them on the back of my vehicle. And I may put them on the dang sides of the roof rack. And if you get behind me, particularly if you drive Cadillac Escalades, those seem to be repeat offenders. And waste management trucks. They have put nuclear-powered headlights in all these waste management trucks, too. I'm going to nuke you with with bright led lights from the front and from the rear either way and from the side maybe when you because i had an 18 wheeler get right beside me today and would not go around me and it had these bright headlights shining in my mirror all the way i finally slam on my brakes let it go around me and i'll be damned if it didn't have flashing bright yellow lights on the rear of the 18 wheeler anyway that's enough of my rant about headlights i hate y'all hate you 
Hate. Hate, hate. Get some hate in your heart. Anyway, didn't didn't think y'all were going to hear about my headlight rant this morning. Um, Jackson Water. Oh, Mac Hike of Flowwood phone line is open. It is 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Do you hate bright headlights as much as I do? Can we... Can we get the the law firm that's doing all the Camp Lejeune water stuff? Can we get them on board to do a class action lawsuit about these bright headlights? Give me a call on the guns and on the uh, Mac Hike of Fluid phone line. Are you an enterprising attorney that wants to do something pro bono? Holler at your boy. I will be the. Uh, I will sign off on this. I can be the plaintiff. <laughs> Roger texted in and said, "Did you drink your Karen juice this morning?" I did. I did. I, I'm telling you, I literally, I'm looking at Nikki across from me here, and I'm seeing three of her. But I, I, I need to read this article about Jackson Water on the computer, and I can't. I, I, I honest to God, I can't. It's, it's all a blur. I got Jackson Jambalaya pulled up, and I can't see it. So I'm just going to wing it. Luckily, I did my homework last night, and uh, I actually read it before the morning show. Sometimes I'll just write down what I want to read, and I'll wait till I get to the radio to read it. Yeah. Last night, I was like, okay, I better actually read all this because I want to know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can't wing it. It's true. And uh, so that's what we're doing today. Now, look, all, all kidding aside, I am seeing three of everything, and my, my inner Karen is calming down. Uh, like I said, we got Nikki Patchen in the studio as far as for our uh, Testimonial Tuesday recovery show. But look, let's jump into the Jackson Water stuff real quick. So the mayor, long story short, Tate Reeves comes out with a post yesterday, and I may be able to read that. Let's see here. I want, I want to make sure I get it right. Tate comes out with a post, and here we go. Pulling it up now. And just says, hey, here it is. This is from Tate Reeves on Facebook. It says, we have been told by city officials that the mayor of Jackson is planning to functionally end the city's cooperation with the unified command structure the team that has been keeping Jackson Water stable by refusing to participate in the process of selecting a water operator alongside federal and state water experts as the Biden administration repeatedly asked to be done. That would be a huge mistake by the city. They would be communicating through this action that they no longer desire state assistance and insist on going at it alone. President Joe Biden, y'all's president, EPA's pressed the state to prepare a request for water for a water operator and take the lead in the logistical process of procuring it. The Department of Health had the city review the, the I'm sorry, the Department of Health had the city review the technical components of the request as spelled out in the published RFQ. The City of Jackson, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Health score the bids and ultimately select the operator. None of them report to the governor's office. The only role MEMA, the only role of MEMA in this emergency procurement process of opening the price proposals and communicating the price to the scoring team. Throughout this emergency, we have had to procure chemicals, workers, and materials for the city routinely because they were incapable of doing so. This is a this is a continuation of that process in an unbiased way led by technical experts. 
The state has poured millions of dollars from taxpayers of every county into this effort to rescue the city from a crisis of incompetence. Mm. If politicians of the city of Jackson are determined to reject every helping hand and regulatory enforcement action, they will find themselves in an even worse situation. There is very little trust among any outside observer that the mayor putting his thumb more heavily on the scale to select a vendor will lead to a better outcome than ex- than experts from the Department of Health and Environmental Protection Agency have having a seat at the table and ensuring that there are no games. He has proven time and time again that the benefit of doubt cannot be given on contracts and water issues. I hope that he will reconsider this dangerous maneuver. The people of Jackson cannot afford another critical water failure due to contract dispute akin to this to the garbage debacle. Although politics is clearly his priority, we are simply trying to ensure that Jackson water does not fail again. Ultimately, it may fall to the city council to rein in his political, uh, his radical gambit. All right, so this is where I get in trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is what happens when you vote for an idiot. You get idiot stuff. And to the 12 people in Jackson or the 7% that did not vote for Chalkway, I'm sorry for y'all. I do. I feel so bad for y'all. You didn't ask for this. You're stuck in Jackson. You own a home. You're upside down in it because you never thought it could get this bad. You know, it's like, well, you know, I mean, free to land, how bad can it be? But it's bad. And But to the 93%, I'm talking to y'all this morning. Not that you're not that any of y'all are awake or have jobs or listen to this radio show, but to the ninety-three percent who voted for Chalkway two times, two times, um, you're idiots and you get what you deserve. I hope you don't have water. I said it. I hope you don't have water and you get what you deserve. I've never in my life seen a group of people so dead set on seeing another group of people have success and make money at the detriment of the other group of people. It's like y'all sit there and say, who are these black folks that we can vote for, these set-asides, these, these, these politicians and these minority set-asides, that I want to watch them get all the money while I suffer. But as long as somebody that looks like me is getting the money, I'm okay with it. I've never seen nothing like it. it would, this would never fly in a Republican. I'm just going to say it. White folks would never allow this to happen in their communities. They would who if anybody was messing it up this bad, they would be ran out of town with tiki torches and pitchforks. They would not be allowed to operate. But for some reason, it's acceptable in minority communities because they look like y'all. I, I, make it make sense, somebody please. You know, make it make sense, and it can't. And now you got Benny Thompson. And them, I guess they've gotten back on page with Antar. So now you're going to have a congressional a, a congressional committee looking into what the state's doing with the funds for the water. And I can't wait to see how all this plays out. I can't wait for y'all to for them to have to come back and say, "Yeah, Jackson screwed off the money." There's a reason Jackson didn't get the money. The state of Mississippi has no vested interest in Jackson failing. So anybody think, oh, they want it to fail. No, they don't. Nobody wants it to fail. But why should the rest of the state cover the bill for Jackson Water? It just don't make sense, man. All right, let's check the guns in your text line.
uh, Roger text in. It says he's trying to do anything and everything he can to get the NAACP, Sharpton, and Ben Crump involved to, again, make racial issues just like he has done with everything else. And I agree. I do agree. Let's see here. Circling back to my headlight argument on the Guns in Your Text line, Unknown Texture says, it's not just the headlights, bro. It's also got to do with how old we're getting. It's them old eyes. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I, for, a, for a minute second, it crossed my mind. Clay, maybe you're just getting old. <laughs> you know, I did read an article a while back about it because I've been ranting about this for a while. This ain't just happened today. This is kind of my niche arguing, crying about headlights in the mornings. Uh, my gimmick, <laughs> so to say. As you get old, after 40, your retina gets that damage if it gets bright real quick. And it can take it up to a minute to re, to to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Well, before it's it had time to heal itself, it's getting damaged again and again and again from these bright headlights. And it is after, from being over forty years old. But it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't, folks didn't have nuclear powered HID LED headlights. Oh man! But I will say, I I'm impressed at the waste management trucks. That they've got such bright headlights because they need it riding around neighborhoods in the dark. You'd rather have a well-lit dump truck, I mean garbage truck, but oh my, they're bright. I'm going to get you some of those um, yellow driving glasses. Oh man, do those really work? Yes. The kind of like Hunter S. Thompson had? Um, I don't know who that is, but I do know that they work because I got some from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, let's take a break. I, I want you guys to call in about this water stuff. I, I really want your opinions on it. This morning, what do you think the end game is? Is it all about is it all about the the city trying to figure out a way to get the money and screw it off? I tell you what, before we take a break, let's take a call here on the Mac Hike of Flowood phone line. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey man, doing good. I just gonna let you know she's right about those yellow glasses. They work one hundred percent. It's night and day. You'll stop talking about the headlights if you get you a pair of those. Well, I'm mm-hmm. buying a pair today. Hey, good stuff. All right, man. Have a good day. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, good stuff there, Nikki. You're right already. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 W. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex, Rankin County's hometown dealership located right there at 2195 Highway 471. Uh, maybe in simpler terms for y'all, it's located right down there by Boo's Smokehouse. You know, probably the best, some of the best ribs in Rankin County right there with AAA barbecue. So I don't got a barbecue sponsor, so I can talk about barbecue on here. Uh, <clears throat> if anybody wants to barbecue restaurant owners out there want to sponsor the show, I would love to have an official rib of the Clay Edwards show. But anyway, Ellis Autoplex located right down there. On Highway 471, down uh, right down on the Highway 25 end, your home for pre-owned trucks, SUVs, cars. Look, man, I, I, I was talking about it the other day. If you, a lot of these big dealerships, and nothing wrong with it, nothing wrong with this at all. But a lot of them, they're kind of they're kind of handcuffed by the banks that they use, and these banks don't like financing vehicles over a hundred thousand miles. Well, we don't have those same limitations out there at Ellis. We can buy a hundred thousand mile, hundred twenty thousand mile vehicle and turn around and run it through one of our credit unions and because we don't make any money on the back end we just we just try to sell the vehicle so we help facilitate it any way we can uh we can pass that we can pass a good deal on to you because let's just be honest you're gonna get a hundred thousand mile vehicle cheaper than you're gonna get a sixty thousand mile vehicle uh so with all that said 
Shop LSAutoplex.com. And if you are in the, if you want to sell your car, I had a buddy of mine bring his dually by yesterday. If you want to sell your car and you don't have to deal with all the crazy people on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and all these other places, and trust me when I tell you they're crazy, mm-hmm. they'll just send you messages. Is this available? What's wrong with it? And then they'll never reply. They'll never reply to you when you tell them, yes, it's available. It's just like they just want to know if it's available or not to move on about their day, and they actually never want to follow through. Anyway, bring it by us. Let us buy it from you. We'll cut out all the hassle. We pay fair market value for uh, used vehicles. You ain't got to do anything. You ain't got to clean it. You ain't got to put tires on it. You ain't got to put a windshield in it. We'll do all that and uh, save you the hassle. That's Ellis Autoplex, Highway 471 in Brandon. Shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. I say shop us online because, you know, that's where I work. (laughs) So come see us. Come buy a car from your boy. All right. I am joined in studio this morning by Nikki Patchen. She's going to be telling her story of recovery and her testimony here shortly. And uh, but Nikki grew up in and around Jackson too, mm-hmm. and we were talking during the break about the blighted property and stuff in Jackson. And look, I'm not, I don't want to drag her into a political a political stance or anything this morning. That's not what she's here for. Mm-hmm. But she she did have a a good idea. She said, you know, a lot of these blighted properties they should reuse a lot of the resources in them to so when you're fixing less blighted properties. You can keep some of the character of, you know, like the front porches off old houses, mm-hmm. the the woodwork, the interior. I'm, I'm guessing there's people who do the recycle, you know, used wood recycling and stuff. But but it is a novel idea, you know. And it's like, why don't we take one house and fix two houses? Right, right, stuff exactly. of that nature. And keep know. the historic feel to the area. Um, really, also, you know, you want to maintain what you have and and. Let it be a blessing to the community and just get the eyesore out of the way, but also repair what is thriving. Yeah. So you, you had mentioned that about the blighted property fund. It was mm-hmm. like one point some odd million dollars. And, you know, I, I know they did tear down a hotel. I don't know who paid for it. It was there on the corner of 80 and Ellis, the old, the old Be- Best Western, I think. The one with the indoor pool. Ramada Inn. No, the Ramada was across the street. It just burned okay. down. <laughs> It's still it's still there in all of its glory, just burned. But the one across the street from it, behind the Wendy's there, mm-hmm. it, they tore it down a few years ago, and it it was it's gone through a dozen different names. But back in the mm-hmm. day, it was the Best Western. That's mm-hmm. what it was built as, and so it finally got torn down. But there's all this other blighted property and stuff. And I was telling her what the hustle is: is these set aside contractors, they get the contract to 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 destroy these buildings to clean up the property mm-hmm. demolish is the word i'm looking for and there's a lot of asbestos and and epa stuff involved with it well what you'll see ends up happening is they drag their feet long enough for the building to catch fire magically catches fire and well you know if you, if you, right. you don't have to do asbestos cleanup and epa cleanup when you're just cleaning up a pile of ashes mm-hmm. that's why the casa grande apartments ain't been torn down yet they've caught on fire four times but the fire department keeps doing too good of a job they get over there and they put the fire out before it can finish doing its job because like i said it's a lot easier to send out a bulldozer pile it up into a pile and load it into the back of a dump truck right. than it is to actually have to do the epa the clean the environmental cleanup stuff so but i mean again this is jackson we're talking about so i mean i'm Blighted properties, what got this whole platform started? Showing a blighted property, and would you know who owns most of the blighted property in Jackson? Who? Uh, churches in Jackson, almost all of it. 
especially like your big, really blighted properties, they buy it for next to nothing. They sit on it, and they, they, they cry and moan and complain about gentrification, gentrification, but secretly they're praying for gentrification because they want that property value. They want to be able to sell it right. and make a profit right. on it without right. having to ever had actually put a penny into it. Right. So they, 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 they'll, they'll, they'll preach to their, their, their folks on Sunday about uh, gentrification and Republicans coming in and taking back over Jackson and gentrification. But that's what they want is gentrification because the price market value well, really, goes up. If, if they bulldoze it themselves, pay for it to be bulldozed or whatever the case may be, get the property to where it's not um, abandoned and it looks – it's not good. Turn the, turn the mic straight. Right here? Yes. Hi. Better. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Thank you. Um, if they could get the property to where it was bulldozed to get the eyesore out, but also really to keep um, – homeless people more structured to where they have to stay in a homeless area. Yep. That, that's a huge problem with the whole Highway 80 corridor. Right. Is the homelessness and people using those abandoned properties to bang dope and right. run prostitution and just all the worst things that go on in those type situations. Absolutely. I mean, I, I did some urban exploration. I guess it's a fancy word for trespassing. Mm-hmm. I did some urban exploration okay. <laughs> at the old Holiday Inn, the one that sits up on the hill mm. there on 80. And it was really, it was a really awesome hotel at one point, but right. we were flying the drones and stuff back there. Gosh. And and we saw things with the drone. I mean, families living in these little things, right. prostitution, which is terrible. And it's still going on. It's, it, it hasn't stopped. Right. And uh, they keep saying they're going to turn that into a, like a retirement home or something or another. Something. Another, one of the, another one of these churches, right. I think it's Pearl Street AME, has it. And, you know, they say, oh, we got our $1 million grant. Well, that one, that don't do anything with do a property something. that size. Right. I mean, put a fence around it. It's about all you can do. Pay a security guard to keep people out. A million, unfortunately, a million dollars don't go far. In this day and age. Right. You know, the Clarion Inn, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's right by the um, the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to Subdeb there. Um, now, what's to tell people what that is? It's um, it's a, it's the Jackson debutante ball, really, okay. um, years ago. And there was just, I remember going in and having karaoke at that restaurant slash bar in the day. Yep. And it was so active and flourishing, and now it's just. Well, it was the Ramada Coliseum. Okay. So, like, all of that was the Ramada right. Coliseum. Right. And then the, the Clarion. But fortunately, the state has gotten involved, and the, they're buying all that property, and they're demolishing those hotels. And and so that that will make that go away. you got a great ad Personally. commissioner, Andy Gibson, who's led the charge with that, and they're going to make that camping area for during the rodeo and okay. and all that, or parking or That's great news. Whatever. Yeah, because it eliminates... And people are like, well, mm-hmm. it's just going to push all those people out into the out into the downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you take away the magnifier, the thing that's attracting them to that area, free room and uh, you know somewhere free to stay, mm-hmm. they're less likely to stay in that area. Right now, there's some people, you know, and I, I want to make sure I'm clear here. When I'm talking about homeless people, I'm not talking about people who are hard and down on their luck. You know, like a lot of the folks they deal with over at Shower Power. God bless them. Right. They're, they're doing great work. Yes. I'm talking about these crackheads and meth heads right. and junkies that are pushing all their belongings up and down Highway 80 in a buggy mm-hmm. because they would rather get high than get their life right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell people all the time, and I may have told you this last night, and we were kind of planning out how we were going to talk today. 
I have zero, as a former addict, I have zero sympathy for somebody in the throes of their addiction where they don't care about anything but getting, but their next high. Right. But the, the, the second that they decide they want to get help, it's where I'm like, okay, you, you got to get to that point before anybody can help you. It's true. I mean, you really do. So I've, I've learned not to waste energy. Now, again, I say all this, if it was my family member, I would completely understand why you want to jump in as, as, at every point. I get it. But from an outsider looking at somebody, you know, it's like, I, I can't help you. Do you want to help yourself? Mm-mm. It's you know? true. And the That's sooner true. you realize that, the better off you are. The right. better off everybody's going to be in the situation. Whatever, if you can fast track, nobody wants to hear this. If you can fast track their path to rock bottom, if that's where they're heading anyway, mm-hmm. the sooner they can get there, the sooner they can come back. Amen. You know? I agree. It's true. That's very true. Um, I do not um, believe in letting your family go through it, dragging your family through it. I mean, if that's something that we're choosing for ourselves, then it's something that you can't let your kids go through, your your family members. just It's not healthy either way. No, let's save it because I, I don't want to get into that yet because we, we're going to have a great conversation about yeah. it. We're going to start it a little earlier than the first hour. But let's take a break. I want to come back. I want to clean up a few things. And I do need to say one thing real quick, man. Apparently, I've got some new neighbors in the neighborhood. Okay. They're from New York. Mm-hmm. And they're loving our state. Mm-hmm. Their names are, they're the Armstrong family. And apparently they listen to the show. Well, welcome the Armstrongs. And welcome to the Armstrongs. Because look, I'm going to tell you. What a culture shock that has to be to come from <laughs> to come from New York and these well-spoken Northerners, uh, mm-hmm. Yankees, mm-hmm. these well-spoken Yankees on the radio, and you get down here and you hear my white trash butt, <laughs> you know, talking, complaining about headlights and and crackheads and everything. Yeah, there's got to be culture shock. But they've heard it all. But welcome to Brandon, yes. the Armstrong family. We appreciate you and glad to have you here. Just uh, bring vote red. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that blue voting down here. Mm. <laughs> but my understanding is they weren't going to do that anyways. But uh, I just got to say it. Don't don't New York my Mississippi. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. We're joined by Nikki Patchen here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. A roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Choosing the right roofing company to repair your roof is very important. Most contractors will try to convince you that replacement is the only way to go. And that, my friends, is not the Watkins way. And I'm going to stop this read right here because I want to tell you all something. I got home yesterday and... I noticed a little black car on my street that ain't supposed to be on my street. Not that it's not a public street or anything, but I'm going out to the street. I'm going out to the, to the edge of the road to get my garbage can. And these guys pull up and they roll the window down. It's like, Hey man, um, I just knocked on your door and, um, you may or may not know that. And he's like, I just knocked on your door. It's like, well, no, I didn't know that. I just pulled up in the driveway and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, we were looking at your roof. This guy tried to sell me a roofing job from hollering at me in his car, in my driveway. And God bless him. At least these guys working. I'm not knocking the human being here. Mm-hmm. But it was so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it looked like your roof's got a little uh, discoloration. My boss man and me here. He's like, man, this just ain't how you do it, bro. I said, I said, I said, I got I said, I got Watkins Construction and Roof, and if I need a roof, 
I said, they sponsor my show. They're good friends, and I know them. I, 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 thank you, though. I appreciate your hustle. Right. You know, but th- that ain't why you ain't gonna have to worry about Watkins Construction and roofing pulling up and hollering at you from the road out of their vehicle trying to sell your roof. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Your roof got a little discoloration, man. <laughs> my, uh, I, I clipped my headphones with my hey, man. But, uh, Anyway, Watkins Construction Roofing. So whether you have a leaky roof, you need chimney repair, flat roof repair, roof water leak, shingle roof repair, metal roof repair, chimney flashing repair needed, Watkins Construction Roofing is going to be your go-to roof repair specialist. Give Watkins Construction Roofing a call today for your complimentary roof assessment. And I tell you all, I'm from South Jackson. That means complimentary means free. Free (laughs) roof assessment. They ain't going to charge you to come out and tell you what you need. 601-966-8233 601-966-8233 or shop them on or check them out online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hey, man, <laughs> your roof discolored. It may have a little hell damage, he said. I was like, come on, man. Again, I appreciate the hustle, but you got to tighten it up. You got to be a little more professional than that, and especially mm-hmm. to talking to me. I'm in sales. Yeah. I mean, whether I'm selling radio ads or selling cars or ceramic coating jobs, I mean, you got to have a little professionalism. I don't want it to be so polished that I feel like you're reading a script. Right. But I need it. I need it a little bit better than that. Right. And we need it a little. And most people in Brandon are going to want it a little bit better than that. That may work in Jackson. You know, throw them a bottle of water or something out the car in <laughs> passing. All right. So look, I'm joined in studio this morning by Nikki Patchen. We're going to dive in. We're going to talk about her testimony and what she's doing on her road to recovery or in her recovery, should I say. Uh, real quick before we dive into that, this Ox Nikki, have you kept up with this hit and run that happened up in Oxford? I have not. So there was a a deadly hit and run Saturday night, Sunday morning, mm. right there on the square in Oxford. Oh my goodness! And a local kid here in Jackson, I uh, went to jail from Madison, should I say, got killed. His girlfriend severely injured, and. They, uh, there was a lot of pictures and video floating around of oh, no. the potential suspects and yeah. a, lot of, a lot of rumors that it could have been, they could have mm. beat them up before they ran them over. Just all, all kind of rumors were running wild. Right. Long story short, right. they, they have made two arrests. They've got the people. And the Oxford police did put to rest those rumors. So if everybody isn't on the internet quite as much as I am, uh, any rumors other than that are false. But however, they... They know, apparently they did know they hit them. They left them there to die. Oh my gosh! And get because of course they were drunk. Oh, so you know, hit and run. Basically, old, old legendary story of hit and run. Right? That's terrible. Drunk, I drank too much. Even if it's not your fault, but you drank too much and you run somebody over, you leave the scene hoping that you don't get caught. I mean, I've never done that, but I'm assuming that's how it plays out in your head. Right. And uh, but they got the guys and good. Uh, prayers to the family. It's a yes. local. It's a local family here. They lost a child, and the girl's from North Carolina, who was his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, she's in critical condition. So, just prayers to the family. Absolutely, you know, and good job, Oxford PD. But I'm going to say this: I followed it on Twitter, kind of as it was happening. Twitter had this thing solved the second they released some photos. People got to looking for social media, and they found pictures. They found these boys' names. And all kind of stuff. So when they actually made the arrest, and keep in mind, they never released the names of the people they were looking for. They just said the pictures. Mm-hmm. Man, th- these investigators on Twitter had this thing figured out like within an hour. Before was it dinner, accurate? 
It was accurate. Wow. They nailed it. You can run, but you cannot hide. No. And and also, this happened in, in the city hall parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's cameras anywhere. Absolutely. You can't run. You can't do that kind of stuff nowadays. No, you cannot. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that kind of stuff nowadays. And we should never do that kind of stuff. But especially, I mean, Big Brother's watching. Absolutely. Don't drink and drive, folks. All right. Don't drink and drive. Um, I mean, I, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible. That's, that's why people allow me to say the crazy things I do because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always I'm never hiding anything about myself. You know, I, I still like to have a beer, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't even though I host a podcast about recovery and this that, and the other. I would be first say I still enjoy a, a cold beer, but don't drink and drive. Right. You know, Uber is too dang cheap. Mm-hmm. It's just too cheap. And it doesn't matter. It don't matter what it costs. Don't drink and drive. Right. If you can't afford it, you, if you don't like if I go out, I, I, I figure in a hundred dollars extra. For an Uber ride there and an Uber ride home. If it's less, great. Because I don't ever go out. I mean, I, if I go out, I go to downtown Brandon. That's a block away from my house. So it's, I, really, I really only got to figure in about $10 of Ubering. Right. But neither here nor there. If you can't, if you can't figure that into your budget for partying that night, don't do it. Absolutely. Just sit, sit, it, sit it out. Watch the game at home. You know, that's my advice to you. But uh, anyway, prayers to the family. Yes. All right. Nikki, you've a... Uh, You've got a great story. We've we've known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we ever really crossed paths, but you're one of the people that I've known on social media for years. I don't know if you ever came to my clubs or not. Yes. Or any of that stuff. Absolutely. Did you? Did you? Okay. So let's see here. We've got a text. Let's clear up the Guns and Gear text line okay. real quick, and then we'll jump in. Uh, Greg texts in and says, he was one of my wife's patients. She said, great kid and family. It shook her a little. That's sad, man. That's sad. Uh, Tim text in he said it's your eyes my 45 year old eyes feel your pain but this will level the playing field and he sent me some some headlights oh nice uh Kristen text in and says you may need glasses eyes get worse with age <laughs> say i'm gonna need y'all to get off my age here <laughs> and, and and start blaming it on the headlights like i am <laughs> um unknown texture says i'm with you on these headlights brother trust me i don't make anything on your truck I don't make anything on your truck blue or you'll get pulled over regularly. But but now we could have blue headlights, but I couldn't have blue running boards to match. I know what you're saying there. I know what you're saying. You're talking about the blue, the blue lights. No, I wouldn't do the blue lights. Um, clear up one more thing here. People take the time to text in. Yeah, I like to absolutely. read their text. I like to read their text because uh, their listeners are a huge part of this show. Uh, Roger text back in talking about the the blighted properties mm-hmm. is that because fire departments right there by Scotty's less than a quarter mile away talking about at Casa Grande mm-hmm. they can't get it to st- stay on fire long enough to finish burning down right somebody gonna have to clean that asbestos at some point mm-hmm. or slash the fire truck tires <laughs> something sabotage the fire truck um we have a great texture named Reagan can like Reagan can Reagan Republican okay gonna combine the two words Reagan can Reagan can mm-hmm it says a uh, choice is as clear as the Jackson water when the state got got involved we can either drink water clean we can either drink clean water or drink pee pee water mm-hmm. or no water at all with pee pee Jackson leadership our choice when the mayor steered that ship was we began to sink that simple had a few cuss words in there. I was having to <laughs> blink, having, blink. having to tweak. It says, yo, Clay, Chalkway spelled backwards is, ooh, I can't say that. Y'all can spell it backwards and figure out what it says. <laughs> um, Real quick. Uh, Nolan texts in and says, it's not just the headlights, bro. 
It's also got to do with how old we getting. <laughs> it's them old eyes. Does it to me. And he said, this is Nolan, by the way. Yeah, Nolan, I know, bro. I know. I'm just trying to. Miss <laughs> uh, Sylvia text in. It says the headlights are blinding. It has nothing to do with age. Thank you, Miss Sylvia. They are. Fi- finally, somebody got my back. Somebody got my back. And then uh, the blue tinted headlights should be outlawed. Spooks me at night. That's from Dagwood. All right. I think we are caught up there on text. So let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to start with Nikki's testimony. And then I will have the whole second hour to to get into it. I know we kind of teased it there, but I feel it's only right to clean up the text line first. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Joined today by Nikki Patchen. When we come back, we're going to start on her testimony here on the Clay Edwards Show. rules when necessary welcome back in to the clay edwards show and uh i'd be remiss if this spot if this uh, segment wasn't brought to you by lakeland glass and tent i am going to be taking the tahoe over there to get all the way tinted up <laughs> give me some some eye protection for my old eyes and uh but look and you can too check them out online lakelandglassandtent.com where quality matters give them a call today 601-946-1 thousand and because i am a terrible person of keeping up with what segment we're actually in and how much time we have left and all this that and the other it only makes sense to start nikki's testimony at the top of the second hour but what i wanted her to do to end this hour was just introduce herself tell you who she's with and we're going to set it up when we come back we got a whole hour of nikki's testimony nikki introduce yourself hello jackson and all surrounding areas it is so good to be here Uh, my name is nikki patchen and um, I'm with Saving Grace Women's Home. I'm actually a graduate of Saving Grace. And um, I'm here today to honor and glorify what the Lord has done in my life. And not only how he can, but how he wants to do it for others. And um, also to be a voice of hope for the people who are lost in addiction. Yeah, you know, since since we started doing this um testimonial Tuesdays I, I load it up and call it the recovery podcast mm-hmm. but it's you know it's Tuesdays let people do their testimonials every everybody that's been on here has I've gotten requests from people in 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 dealing with a family member or themselves dealing with addiction that wanted to reach out to that person right you know and it's it's been phenomenal right. it's only the third one so it's only happened twice but each show I've had somebody reach out privately and be like, can you please get me in touch with them? Amen. I need to talk to them. And that's what I'm hoping that we can do with this yes. is every ep- I want somebody different, a different walk of life mm-hmm. on every episode. Because I want everybody, no matter rich, poor, young, old, white, black, Mexican, whatever, to know there's somebody like them Absolutely. that's going through it. Yeah. And that they can reach out. Because one thing I know about people that have gone through recovery is they want to help other people yes. go through yes. recovery. It's, 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 it's this giving back. Absolutely. You know, paying it forward mentality. I, I've never met anybody that went through recovery successfully and hasn't wanted to pass that on to the next person, like just Absolutely. kicking down the door mm-hmm. to help. So all right, we've done the introduction. And again, I'm terrible with my time. We got our top of the hour news break here. When we come back, the whole next hour is going to be all Nikki. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.